Hey there, welcome to She's Dressed for the Narrow Gate. This is Brittany, and I'm grateful that you are listening in. What we're going to talk about is just as you're setting all these 2021 goals, these New Year goals, I don't know where you're fitting in the year, if you are on this workout, just daily regimen already and just knocking it out the park. If you have everything set and aligned for what you're going to do with your career, I don't know what it is, but it was really cool. My husband and I, number one, number cool thing, cool thing number one is that we got a date. Cool thing number two, that we tried something different that I pray we'll do every year. We stole this idea from two of our friends uh, in terms of making our goal setting not so abstract, but to filter it and make it more specific. So they do this five Fs. I'd never heard of it, but it's faith, family, finance, fitness, fun. We got together, put our brains together, prayed beginning throughout and at the end in terms of what does God want for the Dixon family this year? What is what is his trajectory of us? What is his will in this season? And we broke it down into those more specific goals. And actually, one of my friends, she said that she then puts it on a vision board to have it in front of her, which makes it, makes total sense because then otherwise it's out of sight, out of mind. And if you're a visual person, then that just, you look at it and you kind of roll your eyes. Okay, let me go do my 100 push-ups that I said I'm going to do three times a week. But you know what? But your checkbox, you got it done. And then you'll start to see the effects and the fruition of your obedience and diligence with that. So I don't know where this fits with you because for me, I was excited. But then as I spent some time with the Lord, some disappointment, honestly, just transparently started to creep up because as I flip pages and think through, because I'm, I'm a journaler, I'm a writer, um, and even in my mind of, of these things that I have written down to happen and have not happened, so what do you do when there's this gap of, hey, this this goal, this plan didn't didn't come true? Like I'm still looking at this family member who is not a believer, who's far from the Lord, or this child who is a prodigal, you know, adult child, or this rebellious child who's in your home, or this this husband with this infidelity and all these issues within your marriage and you're on your way to divorce court. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe it's healing and this this ailing illness which has not gotten any better. And if anything, maybe it's even gotten worse. And the the struggle with that, the disappointment and the frustration with that is then you start to doubt God. And then you start to question and say, well, you know what, God, maybe you are not as good as, as I thought you were. So then you start to let, let that disgust and that, not disgust, but that disappointment, then it's then it might change how well you, you know, are ready to kick off 2021's year. Because then it's like, well, you know what? It didn't make any difference on 2020 or 2019, right? I mean, does that ever, maybe it's just me. But that's kind of where I'm at, where I had to really take that, you know, that truckload of of my issues and, and dump that to the Lord and pray and ask him to, number one, forgive me for my demandingness that I'm saying that just because I wrote it down that it had to happen. <laughs> and and then number two, that you know what, and to worship and praise him, to know that he can, he can. Just because he didn't doesn't mean he can't. It's just not his will. Maybe it's a maybe it's a never. Maybe it's not now. You know, it's it could just be a delay. 
Like when I think of my career and what's really on the table is he's like, listen, if I'm calling you to never have your prayer answered in that, can you still work diligently for me? And can you still be this ambassador for me on your job? That's a hard question, right? Especially as you're all inflamed with praying and authority and believing like for this big thing. So where I want to read is is a couple places, but I, I think of like foot soldiers just on the way to battle. And these foot soldiers are like ready and 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 carry out the the plan of of their of their you know head army person and for lack of me knowing with captain let's just call it a captain and they win the battle win the win the war and they're like yeah yeah we did it we did it woo we did it we did it and they're all celebrating they're like yeah we can do and the captain's like well you kind of did that because of my my war plan because i kind of gave you you know your marching orders so to speak. Otherwise, what were you going to do? So in Luke, Luke 17, 10, it says, so you also, when you have done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. You know, as believers, we always point to God's authority. We are in God. Our authority is because we stand in God's authority. We are under his authority and we stand on his authority given. We don't create it. You can't go buy it. You can't chant your way to it. It is given and we stand under, We stand on his authority and we are under his authority. So we're this foot soldier. We're the ambassadors on behalf of his great plan. It is all supposed to be for his glory. We have total dependence. We should have total dependence on God. Total dependence because that's what Christ modeled. Christ is our model for everything, everything. And even though he is fully God, as, as the tripart of, you know, the, the Trinity, he is fully God. He still knew his role. And he says, you know, in, in multiple, you know, let's even think about John, John 530. I can do nothing on my own as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So it's like, he is even saying, okay, God, the father, he's even falling under his marching orders. And then we fall under our marching orders. There's always this, 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 this system of, hey, who is this supposed to be pointing to and from? And, and as a believer, it, I feel like it gets mixed up where we can believe and we, we do believe in faith. We ask God in faith. We do. We, we make these declarations. We believe that he can because he can. We pray and ask because he can. But what if he doesn't? Well, if he doesn't, then that wasn't his will to. Just, it wasn't his will. It, it wasn't in, in the will of your life. Or maybe he's telling a bigger and greater story that's supposed to somehow affect other people through your enduring, pers- through that, that, that difficult thing, persevering through that. He's always working. He is always working and he will never stop. I think of, um, you know, that he's a way maker, a miracle worker, the promise keeper, and he's all, he never stops working. He never stops. He never stops working. He never stops. He never stops working is what the, um, 
song goes. And it's so true because just because you don't see it, just because you don't feel it, as the song says, he's still working. I think of my own marriage and, and all of its testing and trying and failures over until year nine. And, you know, you couldn't have told me at year three or four or five. But now on this other side at almost year 14, I see that the greatest thing that he did is not not even necessarily restored my marriage, but he he redeemed me. He set my heart. He humbled me. He put me in alignment. He slingshot me into my purpose through that pain. And I wouldn't, you couldn't have sold me on it <laughs> in the middle of that. But now on the back end, I see that, okay, well, this is, this is why I had to go through that, that testing and that trial. So we have this, this, the, the authority we, we are given as a believer is, you know, we are clearly a child of God, obviously, um, John 1, 12 says, and, and we can, um, you know, boast in the Lord, in the Lord, 2 Corinthians 10, 17. And, and we can ask all things of God. You know, James says that you don't have because you don't ask. And then you don't ask with the right motives. And then when you think of the Great Commission, that the authority that we possess, the only authority we possess, which remember is under God and standing on, on his ability, but the authority that he has given us through the Great Commission is to go make disciples in all of the world. That's our, that's our authority right there. So if it's Matthew, let's turn to Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So if we if we don't have this authority to demand that this prayer request or that this goal on my faith, family, fitness, you know, fun, if if finance, if if that doesn't come true. I think the question then has to, to, to be, or the discussion, so, so to speak, has to be that, you know what, maybe there is something else that God wants through this test, through this trial, or maybe it's just going to be something that he'll grant later, or maybe not at all. So where I, where I do want to turn to is, um, and, and read is, is 1 Peter uh, 4, 11, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified and through Christ to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So I think about this is whoever speaks. So if you're speaking, it's it's because it's it's given. It speaks as from God. It's always through God's strength. It's always through his supplication. It's not because I have willed it and, and chanted along and went in circles enough. So our appealing, we can ask on behalf of Christ and we can speak of his authority. Because, but remember, you're the ambassador. You don't get to set the, the commands. You're the person who he's working through offer his glory. So in this prayer request that you've been asking for, or this thing that you've been chanting, or this, you know, when I think of my son, I will keep believing every single day of my life, and I will keep praying and with faith, bold faith. 
there's my word, bold faith that Gabriel will always and always overcome every goal that is in front of him. Period. I will believe that. So from being poop trained to functional language, I'm going to believe God for it. But in the absence, if I keep going back and flipping to 2021, 2020, 2020, 2019, 2018, and that still has not happened, then, then God is clearly doing something else. Then God clearly has a different purpose. He's working something else out. And, and ultimately, what it comes down to, y'all, is trust. Do I trust that God really knows what's best for my life? So as we're thinking about having this authority and as we're thinking about speaking so boldly, if your word wants to be bold faith with mine and line up with me, but I do want to make sure you encourage, I want to encourage that you know that the different, there is a difference with bold faith and demanding God. We depend completely on God and he knows what's best for our life and he loves you so much. But remember, we fall under his authority. So as you're standing and believing in these things, listen, I encourage you. I encourage you. But as you bring that massive prayer request or even that little prayer request or that goal to the throne, to the feet of Christ, I pray that you can ask and believe in bold faith. But I pray that he, you know, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, Paul says that my, that God says, my, my grace is sufficient for you. Paul was having a prayer request for these, this, th- this thorn, this problem that God was not relieving him of. And Paul then writes that, that, that Christ says that my grace is sufficient. My power is made stronger in your weakness. So I pray that as you're dumping, bringing, you know, beep, 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 backing up your, you know, <laughs> your truckload of prayer requests or, or, or things to him and, and at his feet. I pray that you're encouraged and that you know the placement of your authority, that you don't become disappointed in something that maybe has not happened. Be encouraged in Christ. Be encouraged to not grow weary. And remember, our um our the the prophets, the ancient prophets, like when you think of Abraham, he never got to see the fruition of his prayer request. Of, of what God, not even prayer requests, God told him. This is something God told him that your, you know, your, um, your descendants will outnumber the stars of the sky. He didn't get to actually see that with his own eyes. So I think of just also because know that when you're praying and believing for something, it may not be, my pastor actually talked about this. It may not be in this, it may not be for you to see, but you are sowing. You are sowing and God is faithful and he is so sovereign and he knows what's best. So in those unanswered prayers, as you look back, I pray that his, his comfort just overcomes you and you have so much peace knowing that you are loved, whether that's answered or not, and that he still hears you. And as you're looking at that prayer board, that um, goal board, writing down these goals, I pray that you're encouraged and I pray that they all come true. I really do. But even more than that, you know what I hope for, for you, ladies, I hope that your heart is so fully surrendered and submitted to God that you're okay 
no matter what he says, and that this year be fruitful in his peace and the joy that is only found in him. I hope you have a great week. Have a good weekend ahead.